number one in the beginning of everything. On the seventh, one seven. Twenty-three words. Welcome to the Waiting Room Podcast, where we are preparing God's people for the return of the King. I am your host, Marquise Trent, and this is Tracy. Already, man, and um, it's been a long time coming. How you feeling? Man, she didn't look. She didn't say elated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I be messing with my wife. I be like, uh-oh. We got one for the day, you know. Because it's funny, like, people always say using big words. And I, I get it. I totally get it. But sometimes it be like, that word won't even be it. But I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But anyway. Word for today. Word for today is elated. So I'm excited. It's it's a new year. It's one of them things, you know, yep. where you just look to level up. Absolutely. Prayerfully. Because, you know, some people <laughs> just like, well, it's a new year. I'm getting a little comfortable. You know, I just look at an opportunity to uh, to do something different, man, that refresh, you know, that refreshing feeling, especially given since 2020, you know, it's, it's so many deaths, so many everything. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. you know. COVID did It did. It did. But, um, I've been looking forward to doing this podcast, though. Uh, it's just something about getting in front of the camera or getting on the mic, you know, and, um, using your voice, you know, for something. Absolutely. Or, how you feel about the podcast? Well, um, I'm going to bring my mic closer. Bring it down. <laughs> um, I feel um, elated. I, feel, I don't know, like a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really, I can't, I can't wait until everybody else experiences what we're about to mm-hmm. spill. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we have a lot to offer. Our listeners, Word. I think the waiting room is something um, that everybody want to be a part of. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like it's crazy. Like it's actually twenty twenty three, and to see how fast time is moving, how everything going, but it's like from what I've been, because. With social media and everything, it's like you get to see the world in a wide scale. So I don't know if people look at it like that, but it's like when you see social media from Facebook to IG to TikTok to, you know, YouTube, all these platforms, Twitter, it's like you get to see the world. You know what I'm saying? What people doing, what people think, what's on people's mind. Uh, so you can kind of see what people going through like mass. You know what I'm saying? It's like watching a big TV screen where you see how people going. And I was listening to a podcast recently, and they were just saying how they could feel something, you know. And I thank God for the, you know, at least discernment or understanding to know everybody's feeling, you know, something in the spirit of where we are, you know what I'm saying, in the time frame. And I think that can kind of, dovetail into what this episode is about. What's this episode about, Tracy? 
Feeling perks. Feeling perks about men. Mm-hmm. Taking men's feelings personally. Hmm. So, elaborate a little bit on that. Well, I think um, as long as I've been living over the years that you watch how um, men have to be strong. Mm. And they're always told that don't cry because that makes you weak. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll show no emotion. Mm-hmm. But yet, in the same sentence, a woman will say, but I need to see you cry. Do something. Show me something. <laughs> and it's just like, they've been shut down since they've been a kid. And then, you know, when they do speak, you know, it's like null and void. It's like men are from Mars. <laughs> we don't want to hear it. And but yet they're the head. And they've always told them, Well, a happy life is a happy life. That's dead wrong. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about that in another mm-hmm. another um episode. <laughs> but just the fact of, you know, I have seven boys. Well, technically I have 12 boys Mm -hmm. and I feel like I want them to be able to express themselves Mm -hmm. Um, the the way that they were taught or raised just the fact of you know just at least tell tell how you feel don't let it get bottled up Mm -hmm. and I believe if we've really allowed men to have their expressions Mm -hmm. their feelings to really take that into account we might stop some domestic violence Mm, so crime, a lot of things. That's good. That's that's something. First of all, 12 boys is, you know, how, okay, so when you were coming up, what did manhood look like to you? Well, is that like a proper? You think that's a good question? What, what manhood look like? Yeah, cause um, manhood. All right. Before I speak clearly from my own standpoint, like that's why I think it's important to, especially living for God now. You know. Right. Um, so let's let me back up a little bit. So I do want you to answer that, but let me let me let me set up set up uh, you know basis for this. When you come into the things of God in the kingdom, as you know, it's like a reprogramming and rewiring to see things differently. Right. So everybody's raised differently, you know, so we all got different experiences and seeing stuff. But it's like back in the day when you was coming up, what was a man to you? Because you got, oh, I'm a man because I got a lot of girls. Oh, I'm a man because I'm making money illegally. Oh, I'm a man because I'm working hard to make my money. Oh, I'm a man because I take care of my house. You know what I'm saying? And as you said, it's, you don't cry. Men don't cry. Men are tough. Don't show emotion. Men don't break. Men don't fold. Like, so what you think, like, what did manhood mean to you? Well, I think in my my year of being born, what they said, uh, how men should be was more so um, providers and strong and mm-hmm. always taking care of the bills and, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
for me, um, me before I had children, mm-hmm. it was a it was a thing that you know I feel like everybody should have emotion. Everybody should be able to be even, like just feeling, caring, mm-hmm. and you know I think that so much is put on the backs of men mm-hmm. um, where it's not fair. That's just Mm-hmm. So, what type of men were you used to seeing? <laughs> I mean, let's go there. Like no. you know, that's you know, like overall, clearly. I mean, I don't know clearly, but like I'm sure you saw, you know, different types of men. So like, I, I saw different types of men, and then if you go from the standpoint of my father. Or men in his age, copper was a rolling stone, so mm-hmm. it was like, See? like That's, everything yeah. was okay for men to go around and be with different women, mm-hmm. and then you, you sort of try to think of. So sometimes, then, then was it more to it than just being with a woman? Just because you know you could get the the you know nuggets, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you could get the nuggets, or was it? that you wanted some time away so you could express something to one woman or to another woman or to another woman because now you can live these different lives without having to, um, you know, express to one because you can't. Because you can't sing. Because the world has been, you know, back then the culture was, you know, don't cry, don't share, don't be no, you know, be. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's one of them things, you know. Um, one, I was, one thing that I had come, I ain't going to say I came up with it, but this was something that I had thought about because uh, I do motivational speaking. So leaning leaning into being more uh, marketing my services, more empowerment speaking, I prefer, because uh, I think there's a difference between motivation and being empowered uh, for youth, youth speakers. But... When you look at being a man and being an adult male, that was one of my things. Man versus male. Uh, I had worked on some years ago, just like woman versus female. Because you're, and like I told you, you know, we raw and real. So we ain't playing all these little games. We ain't going to be politically correct and all that. We speaking our truth from a biblical perspective. Uh, we love God, we love people, but we ain't playing these little games and all that. So, Correct. you know, uh, you're born a male, mm-hmm. you're born a female. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. Like, what else? Mm-hmm. But you become a man and you become a woman through growth, through responsibility, through actions. And even with that, one thing I had to learn about life is it's levels to everything. As they know, Meek Mill made songs levels to this thing because it really is. There's levels to wealth, there's levels to uh, violence, there's levels to growth, there's levels to uh, think about sports. You know what I'm saying? You got the Pee Wee, then you got JV, then you got Varsity, then you got D1, then you got, you know what I'm saying, the NFL and all. So it's levels to everything. So when I look at the reality of, you know, what is a man? What is a woman? You know, what's expected of them? Like, when you look at manhood, because one of the big things that's going around out here now in the world, which I believe is, like, 
men and males have have been weakened, have been systematically weakened. You know what I'm saying? Uh, through a number of ways. You know the reality of the foods. You know what I'm saying, and all the hormones in there. You know, I believe that's an aspect of it, but uh, systematically reducing uh, certain things, where it's like, oh, you know, you don't have to be strong. You don't have, to, you know, it's like this conversation is based off of the reality of men's mental health and all of those things. But if you kind of look at the agenda and the things, it's like men are being softened. And women are being empowered to masculinity. Absolutely. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? The gender role change and all that. But it's like men are providers, men are protectors, men are strong, men are, you know. And I'm trying to see which way I want to go with this. Go with it, bro. Because when you look at the black community and what was done, where the man the man was systematically removed, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and the woman was empowered with the with the welfare system to say, "Hey, we'll give you this long as he ain't in the house." So that was another level of of emasculation. And I'm trying to keep it together because my mind going all these different places, but I'm looking overall the reality of infidelity. You know what I'm saying? Well, my grandpa. Got this family here and this family here and this family. And my uncle got this family and this woman here and all these children. So it's like, is a man a man just because he got a lot of women? Is a man a man just because he making money? You know? I think um, back in the day, a man was a man because he had a lot of women only because the boys was like, yo, you got this one. Yeah, I got so and so. This side, this, each part of town or whatever. Um, but I definitely also think it has a lot to do with what they could tell of them. I think the expression and the way they lived their family life in another place mm-hmm. was something that they couldn't do one way. When, when one person got on their nerves because they couldn't be themselves. And so, mm-hmm. you know, everything changes. I think that that's just like um, if we put it to modern day. Mm-hmm. Um, to be able, a lot of men to be able to express their feelings they become women. What you mean? A lot of men now. Mm-hmm. They were called like crybabies mm-hmm. and all of that. And so, so now... Not, not to cut you off, but do you think it's a... Is it a way to do it? Like where you can share, but... Is it a way to share your feelings properly and then it's a way that you whining, so to speak? I mean, at the end of the day, Cause I think that's a part of it. I feel like I mean, who defines how you express yourself? Word. If you're hurting, um, if you just want to get something off it, who defines that? Who makes it that it's not okay mm-hmm. for you to whimper? I, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I think so, I think from a I think realistically, even from a. Soci- so, uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's from a word. societal standpoint, it's that's, one of those. That's a bad word. I think it's, it's to, but I think it's to a degree though, and it's coming from a man, and this is what I mean by that. Like, uh, even it's coming from a man. Yeah, but well, this is what from a from from a man's standpoint, like it's a. Even when you look at the scriptures, like I always tell people, the Bible is the Bible, but like 
these are people. These are stories. These are the things that people go through and have gone through. So it's like there were certain standards and expectations of certain roles. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at a man like King David. You know what I'm saying? Look at, you know, these were men's men. And, and that was that was one of the things that I've been looking more to, to, to you know, with my own masculinity because me also having the mindset of the culture of, you know, men don't do this, men do that. But one of the big things for Christianity and my faith, a lot of time it's so much easier for women to worship and be all ooey gooey, so to speak, loving on God. But men, like even go to a church, like it's, it seemed like it'd be more difficult for men to submit and raise their hands and worship and all that. But this was something that God was showing me. Right. I'm like, well, if King David, one of the most masculine, I mean, dogs, brutal warriors who killed all these people can be dancing so hard and worshiping God. Why can't we? Like, who who are we? How so much more masculine are we than a warrior of that caliber to worship God and and and, and be so open? And so that, that's something that I want to share with men as I start ministering more. I think um, another thing that I think people forget, so we just, let's go all the way back to the beginning when we go to Adam. Mm-hmm. God had this super relationship, like mm-hmm. this, it's all about Adam. He had nothing to do with Eve. Nothing. Nothing. I'm going to just, I probably get shot by just all the women in the mm-hmm. <laughs> But it had nothing to do with Eve. Um, his relationship was with Adam. Mm-hmm. He didn't want Adam to be alone so Eve was there. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? But that closeness, he, want, he wants the men. Mm-hmm. to have that relationship. He wants the men to be, as you say, ooey-gooey, <laughs> all about him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I feel as the closer you are with God, the better you can be to your woman, to your family. I agree with that. The better you can be to yourself. Your mental health will be on point. Word. Because agree. there's the questions taken to him. Mm-hmm. You know it, you know. Get on, get on your face. Not your knees, your face. Mm-hmm. Like, let it all, you know, all out to that type of thing. Like, that's the type of man that I feel like women should look for or what mm-hmm. they should want their man to be um, instead of, quote, unquote, I'm looking for a man that's a CEO of blah, 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 making seven figures and, mm-hmm. and their heart is empty. Mm-hmm. Their soul and mind is from God like if they ain't with God I don't know mm-hmm. you know and that that should be the new norm so just alright but that's one of those things where these these conversations are important mm-hmm. and I mean the ball was dropped so many different ways and times but then you gotta look at the reality of the system and how stuff was set up and how the enemy Satan implemented so many things and here's what i mean what you said is true what you said is accurate but that got to be taught like even we see in the scriptures let the older woman teach the younger woman you know what i'm saying but they go back also to the men you know the reality of a lot of men having all these different women and all that 
and, and being in this place and that place and this place and that place, you know, what you going to teach the young brothers? You right. know what I'm saying? Are you going to teach them? Yeah. Be married, you know, when, if, if, and when you ready, get your wife, you know, but it's all right to have a little something on the side. You know what I'm saying? You know, a lot of times we get taught this, these <laughs> belief standards. systems and standards, you know, that end up hurting the culture. That's why I think an episode like, well, a show like this is important to talk about real life, right. but talk about it from a biblical perspective. And he that has is the heal, let them heal. Because it's just going to be for those that desire it. Because you got a desire to want to be better, desire to want to grow, the desire to to change and please God, because everybody don't. Not even just desire. You got to even know that you can. You know, what What I learned is it's, it's sort of like when people that is on the system or people that live in the projects. Mm. Some people don't know they can't get out the projects mm-hmm. or they don't know mm-hmm. a world beyond the projects. But once they get out, mm-hmm. it's like, whoa, 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 I can do this. I can, you mean to tell me, you know, you can da 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 because... Wow, I'm gonna go do this. I'm mm-hmm. gonna change. So they gotta have a desire to do something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not necessarily, you know, just to change, but just to be like, is it more out there? You know, so Yeah, that's a conversation for another episode indeed. But to me, I do believe so let me let me describe what I believe a man is uh-huh. and, and or should be. Because uh, clearly they're all different types of men. I mean, you got short, 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 short men. You got tall men. You got slim guys. You got fat guys or big guys or whatever your term, whatever y'all want to use. To me, um, a man should be strong. Mentally and emotionally. Spiritually, now as I, in this place, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. I do believe men should have physical strength. I ain't say you got to be squatting 500 pounds and bench pressing 275 and all that but having lived life myself married with children i see the need for just general strength around the house you know what i'm saying so i do believe a man should be physically strong but definitely spiritually mentally emotionally physically because as i study my own self as i look in my own heart i see you know um as a father you know, uh, a man is a protector. A man is a provider. A man is a counselor. A man is a builder, a creator. I was literally thinking about this stuff earlier, uh, not just for the show, but for my own life. Right. You know, um, and it's like, this is who I have to be. This is how I grow. But first and foremost, my foundation is Christ. My foundation is, is the Lord, the ultimate man, you know, but I want to be physically strong for this reason. I want to be physically strong for that reason. Like, you know, my daughter just had a situation with her leg or whatever. Even though she's small, she's solid like me. Like, you look like, well, you ain't that big. Then you try to lift me up, you're like, dang, you just solid. So having to carry her up the steps. Well, if I got to do this or do that, so having levels of physical strength, uh, a man is disciplined. You know what I'm saying? A man has self-control. You know, now that don't mean you're not a man because you may lack some self-control. You know, that they go back to what I was saying with levels. Right. So I think sometimes we generalize stuff too quickly to say, oh, you ain't a man because this. All right. I think that that's inaccurate. You're a man, but these areas need improvement. You're a man, but them areas need improvement, you know. Uh, but manhood comes with maturity. Manhood comes with responsibility. Because think about the guys that might go to prison. 
You went to prison when you were 17 or 18, 19. But it's like, excuse me, are you an adult male? You know what I'm saying? The same mental age, you know, so that goes to show like the the terminology comes with the capacity. The terminology comes with the mindset, you know, and that's how that's how I look at that, because it's a lot of adult. I mean, what is like I personally like to say, I think I heard it somewhere else. And of course, just like everything else in the human language, words can be used interchangeably with the context. But this is what I've looked at. This is how I've looked at this concept the father or a father is a person a male that can and has impregnated a woman but a dad is that person who taught you how to drive a dad is the person who showed you how to shoot showed you how to fight showed you how to because in my mind because think about think about to father, I mean, literally looking at the basics of the language. That's why I said people might use it different. This just was one of my perspectives. A father, a, a person fathered a child. You understand what I'm saying? You got her pregnant with a one night stand. It was, I mean, even if it was a, a, you know, a great as they call it for the for the YouTube and all that. Even if it was a great <laughs> situation, because they'll try to flag you. If it was a great situation, yes, he fathered that child, but he not the dad though. Well. So, That's just one of my, you know. But go ahead. So, my perspective used to be similar mm-hmm. until I dug a little deep into the Bible. Okay. And God the Father is the only Father you're supposed to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, if He's the Father, then that Father that to me is like, gotcha. You know, up there or whatever. Um, my whole, the whole point is where you you have the breakdown for men. Men across the board, mm-hmm. um, basically, I, I know this word ain't gonna sound good, have been ignored. Mm-hmm. But you have a breakdown when you get down to race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then, you know, where we go to, they always say the black and brown community. Mm-hmm. I got air quotes, yes. Black and brown community. I'm gonna be real. The black community. Mm-hmm have had so much trauma that feeds into the breakdown of the men's structure mm. and being de- you know demasculated mm. and respected mm-hmm. so it's you know that's the thing like to build it up where we can't look to the older men to build build up or make a, a new yeah. foundation it's a, it's a group thing. Like, us as women, well, me, <laughs> not us, but me as women, us, but me as women, me as a woman, um, have to be a big part of that. Raising boys who express themselves and share their feelings. Raising, you know, them to be um, accountable for everything that mm-hmm. they do. Accountability is um, huge. And what they say and how they say it, and and to take a step back, if if it's a problem, know when to say, look. Even when if she continues to yell or whatever, no, I gotta yeah. step away. Yeah, I love you, but I gotta step away. Yeah, and so you know, just teaching the right things. Me as a woman, 
to respect my husband, um, to give him a time to, to speak and not just always yelling and don't give him an opportunity. And even when he say something, it's it's no way, it's my way or the highway. That's not true. Mm-hmm. And that's not how God meant it to be. Mm-hmm. And so where we, we as a, a culture need to start correcting these things or, um, and changing the generation to come. You know, we can, we can tweak some people that's here, <laughs> but the generation that come, we can change that now. Mm-hmm. But we have to change how we act, how we talk, what we do, what, what we speak. Um, if I could jump in, what you think about when people say, well, I don't care about all that. I'm just trying to. Just trying to get through this, you know. I, don't, I ain't think about all that stuff you talk about. What you? What you mean? For the people that say, I hear y'all, but I mean, come on, man. I mean, if they don't care about it, then they need to be unhappy for the rest of their life. That's fine. If that's what they want, because literally, it, it's the key to your happiness. What is? For real, um, if you're a man, if you're literally what respecting how he feels, helping him discover who he is. If he has anything going on, you know, it really, it really aches to have a strong man is the strong foundation of mm-hmm. a whole family. Mm-hmm. It's not just about him. It actually makes the, the whole, <laughs> the whole world work to be honest. Mm-hmm. So what about the woman that comes and says, I hear you says, but I'm the one working. Also, I'm taking care of these kids. I'm coming home cooking and all that. You telling me to focus on making sure he's straight. What about me? What's your thoughts on that what argument? A, what about that? What about what about? Okay, so that dives into where you go to. Okay, like you said, she's making the money. She's doing this, that, and the other. But it's when when you change the dynamics the relationship, your understanding about everything, then who's making the money doesn't matter. Okay, explain. He doesn't he doesn't lose being the man because he's not working. Mm-hmm. He's still the man. It's not the point of men provide other things than just a financial, you know, mm-hmm. um financial money, you know. Yeah. But if he doesn't we don't change if we don't work. If, if women don't work, we don't be a less of a woman and mm-hmm. we're not a woman because mm-hmm. we don't work. If we don't if we can't have a kid, because we can't have a kid don't mean I'm not a woman. I'm still a woman. And a man is still a man whether he works or not. A work. man is still a man you know, you know, he could be home cooking while you bring home the money. Mm-hmm. The, everything is still being taken care of. He's still the man. He don't become mama. He don't become <laughs> Mr. Good. Mom. He That's don't good. none of that. Yeah. He's still the man. That's good. Now, see, these are important things that need to be discussed because this is the reality of society and perspectives and this and that. But I want to, not but, but I would like to add, um, that was a good point. And to me, that goes back to I mean, it's, as we always, you know, we've had so many conversations. There's so much work that needs to be done. But there are a lot of things being done. So I look at, uh, shout out King Randall. Uh, I believe he got a school in New York somewhere. He's working with young boys and all that. Okay. Like, dope stuff. Like, And I would love to do something like that one day. But it's like the reality of mentorship and building. Because the stuff you said, 
Like, if your role model or your peers ain't acting like that at all, it can be very difficult, if not if not almost impossible, to begin to become something that you've never seen. Like, if in my, in my mind, having a bunch of chicks, smoking weed, <laughs> uh, playing games or hustling or... You know, in my mind, if this is a manhood, you know, carrying guns and running with the dogs, you know, we running with the, you know, if this is our uh, view of manhood, then it's like, this what you're going to manifest. But it's like growing, you know what I'm saying? The reality of maturity, you know, the reality of doing something different, right. you know. Uh, humans, we we grow and we evolve. Like we have a desire to do that, but that also goes with the importance of having people in your life and people coming into your life. So it's a lot of dynamics to it. You know what I'm saying? But like when I look at the reality of 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 manhood in that regard, like I've grown a lot, and I had to be willing to acknowledge my boyish ways and. A lot of people ain't trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, back to one of your points. The woman bringing home the money. Because um, when I was, when I first said it, I just meant bringing home some money. It ain't mean that he won't work it. But when you, when you use that specific dynamic, it's like, yeah. But to add to this, being true to truth, I want to say that if that was the case, young brother, man, what are you doing to position yourself as a man? Now, I'm not one of these people to say, well, if he ain't doing this, you don't need to listen to him. That's a setup for failure right. in my mind. That's right. like, why even sow that seed? Right. But I would like to say as a man to a man, how are you building yourself to lead? How are you building yourself to give wisdom? What value do you bring to a woman? What value do you bring to a family? That's why when I look at the Bible and how God got stuff set up, like it makes sense as to the structure, which which was one of the answers I was looking for earlier, but it makes sense to the structure uh, that God has uh, recommended for us. Because people are like, well, I don't want that Bible stuff. That's old. Why are we doing all that? But then you look at all the hell and the pain going on in the world, and it's like, well, these are some standards that he recommended and suggested mankind to live by. But when we don't live by them, these be the results. We look at uh, children out of wedlock and all this and all that. And that's painful stuff that people go through. Man, man, man. But if men, like, all right, well, I'm going to build myself spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. Mm -hmm. The woman, she's building herself spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. And when we start to wait on God culturally and we say, well, you know, I'm going to believe God for my wife. I'm going to pray about my wife or whatever. Then it comes along. Then y'all have a family together. Then y'all can have, you know. So even if it was a situation where the man ain't working, but what is what else is he building? Why the woman may be bringing in income? What else is he doing to, to fulfill God's plan for his life and all that? So those that's some of the stuff that I've lived and looked at. Well, you know. Look, the, the thing about it is, if, if we honestly follow exactly the way you said it, spiritually being first, the man himself 
is going to know what to do. Like, mm. if, if he builds that way, um, a lot of it's, it's like backwards, the way men build that. And so if men build spiritually first mm-hmm. and women build spiritually first, then and you pray about who you're going to be with and you allow God to send that person to you, Mm-hmm. then where we go to being evenly yoked, where we go to understanding one another, even, you know, it's it's so many um, dynamics to that. I, I basically, I can say I live that, you know, mm-hmm. but someone has to be patient. Someone has to take, as they say, the high road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but really getting men to look, let's Let's focus on being spiritual. Let's focus on really hearing God's voice and really knowing that he said that's the one. Knowing when stuff is wrong. Holding yourself accountable when you just know point blank that you're just not doing right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know. I I agree. And if you see your fellow man um, doing something wrong, hold it, like, say something. I, you know, I, I really wish men would evolve that way because that used to always be one of my pet peeves, mm-hmm. how you got three friends and all of them know you cheating. Yeah. And none of them going to tell you. Bro, you wild. That's wrong. Yeah. It's just wrong. But you wouldn't want nobody to do that to your mother or your sister, but you'll do it to somebody else. That's one of my pet peeves too, though. Like, that's, that's one of my pet peeves. Um, like, yeah. But so, do you think it has been? How do you think we kind of got to this place where men's feelings are not deemed really important? Or, uh, yeah, that's that's just the question. Uh, how do you think, from your perspective, living as long as you have, looking at the world, looking at people, looking at life, how? <laughs> I ain't say that. I just said live as I live as long as I have. But how do you think that? How do you see, or what do you believe took place for it to get like this, or has it always been like that? Um, yeah, it's it's it hasn't always been like this. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, the Bible was always like this. Um, it's just that culture has allowed it to get worse over the. I agree. And um, especially since the internet, you know, I've watched so many men come out about their feelings and then they're clowned on Instagram or on Twitter, you know, and it's just horrific. Um, I, I don't even know if I can throw them names out, but like, I know Tyrese was one of the people that I watched, mm-hmm. you know, speak about what he was going through, cry about his baby mama being extra. Mm-hmm. And everybody thinks that it's always the baby daddy, if that's the, if the culture talk, but they feel like it's always the baby daddy that's mm-hmm. going wrong. And, you know, I just want women to stand up and own up for what they do because I have, and I can say, I know for a fact other women have tortured these men. 
basically just to know, you know, like it was done in the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Delilah tricks, all tricks in the bag to make the man feel like he's lost his man. And you know, mm. just so much, so many things. And I said, I, I said, now I'm speaking from my past, but yes, I did extra games, playing manipulation, which is a sin, guys. So if you don't know, it's a sin to manipulate anyone. Um, but just the fact of manipulation, guys would want to kill themselves. You know what I'm saying? I was. I was just wondering about a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of things that, that's been transpiring. But the internet fed it, fed the men, and they cried and they, they poured their hearts out to a to an audience that they thought can't care. <laughs> Little did they know mm. that it was trolls, haters, trolls of trying to demon the trolls of demonic spirits trying to end them, and that's the truth. You know, that's, let me, let me sip this. That's something for real, though, when you when you think about it. Um, I know that the suicide rate for men is way higher than me, like four times higher. I just looked at it before we came on from the CDC. And um, I do believe it is ingrained initially. You know, through childhood, be strong, don't cry. And I get it, man. You know what I mean? It, it do look kind of weird. It, it's it's one of the things, and it's just like it's so ingrained that I'm I'm thinking about it as I'm saying it. Like you don't want to see your little boy just wanting, you know, be strong. But it's like you 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 gotta you can't do it in a way that's damaging, you know. Uh, but that's like the culture. So it's like, at what point do you you know? Hey man, man should be tough, but it's okay to share your feelings. Like, listen, go ahead. That's the reason why when we were having all of them men kill themselves, mm. jumping out of windows because it's another not option. Like if they would have fell and was off the bike and get up, boy, you know, and you know you see that whole day bleed, it hurts. Mm-hmm. Let's let's be real. Like that's really taking account. It doesn't make you less of a man you hurt yourself and you cry i'm not saying you, you know, <laughs> and you 50 years old what i'm saying is you'll grow to be tough you'll grow to you do those things and, and we'll go back to to david you know what uh-huh. i'm saying and this slingshot you know what i'm saying it's just his basic job protecting the sheep right uh-huh. that's not like what you would look at like oh that's a you know, oh, it's a wonderful, marvelous job. But guess what? It prepared him mm-hmm. so that he could later on save the day. You get what I'm saying? So what do you think, like... Prepare the kids, not mm-hmm. stun them when they're young. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're scared. If, get your butt up, boy. You know, I just... That's what men be doing. Mm-hmm. And it's... But yeah, they be like, oh, come here, little girl. You know, come on, babe. And, and then go over there looking like... <laughs> Uh-huh. And wow. not giving that emotion. <sighs> you came out left 
that was a uh, that was a good one. Mm. So, what does it look like from your perspective? Like, what would that look like? Give me a, a like, like break it down. You know, so you you know you've taken care of children, and you know, so like from a young child, like two or three, then you got like seven, eight, then you got like let's break down these ages. Then you got like eleven, twelve, then you got fifteen, sixteen, eight. Like, so give me some scenarios. How would you? From from your perspective of what you're saying, give me how you think that should look going through that process of oh he got hurt to oh you know a situation at school to oh little girlfriend hurt broke his heart like give me some some what that look like to you. Well, let's go to the young age. So it's two or three, two years old, three. Okay. You fell out the. the, the the yeah. school or the big yeah. wheel or something. Oh, well, yeah, they ain't doing that. You got older, but I was going to do the bike. It fell off the bike. With the training wheels on it. The nice little scrape. And they cried and, you know, scraped up. So what we going to do is come over here. We going to go clean you up. It's going to be okay. We going to bandage you up and we going to try again. It doesn't, you know what you got to do to keep yourself balanced. This is what you got to do. Give instruction, show direction. Guess what? Now the child knows, oh, well, I can go get bandage, or mm-hmm. I can do it myself. Okay, mommy, I'm going to do it myself. I fell, but I got it okay. That's a life <laughs> lesson. Word. That's something he'll take to he get older, you know. If he fall, if you take, you know, it's a little different if you go to school and you're bullied and you, mm-hmm. and you, and your somebody fought you. Hold on, let's keep our age groups straight first. I went to, I went to, yeah, yeah, let's let's say <laughs> let's say uh let's say this the two year old. So let's go back. Let's say the the two year old. Yeah, that was like fast. Mm-hmm. Let's say the two year old running. You know the little run, the little feet moving. Boom, scrape your leg up. Your little boy. What you telling? Me? Ah, he crying. Like, it's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be okay. Let mommy come on. Come on. Let, let mommy show you what you gotta do. What dad gonna tell? What in your view? What does dad say to him? In my view, yeah, dad not mommy. Dad Some moms is like, yeah, but what yeah. Dad should say, uh huh. Get up. Come on. Let me show you what you do about that. Word. Give him instructions and in, instill in a caring way. Still no, boy, get up. Way. You alright? Wipe that off. You a man. Gotcha. So what? What? What it means to me, a man. Falls, don't show emotion. Mm. Is that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it just, it it ruins a life, period. A man's life down the line. It has a terrible effect. And I know so many men that talk about how. Well, you know, they don't really know if their daddy loved them if they, or they expect love to be a hit on the shoulder of him yelling at them or, you know, calling them knucklehead. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not love. You think God This is why this is so important because I'm even battling to a degree with my internal dialogue because this is how it's always been. It's like, this is what you expect and I'm like, is she right? But I can see that. But, you know, is she being, you know, because this is the reality of, of what 
it has always been or expected to be. So it's like I I can see that, but it's like, like so. It, but that's the process of the changing of the mentality, though, because I see what you're saying, and then it's like, how would God do if you fall? That's good. What does He do? He love on you. Mm-hmm. He you know occurred. I mean, falling. I mean, yeah. yeah. But if you've got yeah, scrape yourself, boom. I think he would console you, and um, yeah, I do think he would love on you and, and um, you know, grace and and man, that's deep. <laughs> right. But if you take everything from the perspective of what would God do, mm-hmm. how would He raise these boys? What would He want me to say? That is actually the best way to do. It. Like just how. How, what would you want to do would change your whole outlook on it, you mm-hmm. know, or no foolishness coming. Yeah. You know, by the time he gets to the point he want to destroy a whole nation, you really done messed up. Messed up, yeah. That's that's something though. Um, I think it. I think it comes down to largely. I think ultimately, it comes down to building. Uh, I don't want to say that warrior class, but I do believe it comes down to building the mentality of a protector and a fighter for the protection of themselves and their family. You know what I'm saying? When you look at, like, for goodness sakes, we got a darn chessboard on the front. You know what I'm saying? You got the king, you got the queen, you know what I'm saying? The bishops and the knight. And of course, I'm thinking about Sparta. You know what I'm saying? 300 was one of my favorite movies. Now, granted, they were a warrior people, you know what I'm saying? Six, seven, they got them going to kill wolves and all that. I mean, and I'm sure even David, that's why, like, I'm hearing what you're saying, and I'm trying to find a way to, because you think of David was a shepherd, but I'm sure I believe, like, he was a teenager out there with a weapon to kill the daggone bear and lion. So it's like... And this was what was expected of him, but... Now, hold on. Before you say that, keep that note. But I want to show that this is what I've also learned, too, the cultural differences. They raised their children differently, too. They gave them more responsibility at a early. Now, granted, you know, what we call the Jews, I ain't getting into all that right now, but the the time difference in how they were made, they made them have more responsibility earlier you know what i'm saying without all of the distractions and without all of this i mean children will be children but like instead of all this i'm gonna say pampering you know what i'm saying that we've experienced a lot of in a lot of western culture they you 12 13 and you take care of the sheep so you learn responsibility early you know what i'm saying instead of oh don't do this don't do that just relax and chill and all that so i said all that to say as you was getting ready to go this is what was expected of him so what was he being taught even at five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? Well, we thank God brothers. I'm sure you watched <laughs> yeah. what you know they were doing. And nowhere I don't I don't remember nowhere in the Bible they said he didn't like being a shepherd. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't like doing that is like I don't want to be around a stinky sheep. I don't want to. 
Because it's sort of cool. He killed lions and bears. That's, he was with like 14 people or something like that. Yeah, he was a teenager. Yeah, but that, that's sort of cool. That's cool for anybody. Right. right? <laughs> that, you, you just yeah. kill them. And so, I mean, I know people that's 50 that ain't going to kill nothing. They scared of spiders. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's just, you know, at the end of the day, it is his culture. It was his culture and how he was brought up. But that's what I'm saying. That's what needs to change. Because we've been so, um, you know, we were taught, okay, don't you cry. We're not going to let the boys cry. Girls can cry. And girls cry too much sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like, suck it up. We gotta do. We gotta work together. We gotta achieve something. You know, like literally. And and this this just gonna take it. Just I'm just gonna say this one thing because I don't want to take go to that mm-hmm. yet um, and talk about it. But at the end of the day, we have to build ourselves up so that we can become one with our one with our evenly yoked man husband to be one, so we can be leveled, mm-hmm. balanced. The world is supposed to be balanced. That's why it's so much bad stuff happens because it's unbalanced. Like it's, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It just I get I get overwhelmed because I just really this the thing of with men and their emotions and how children should be taught and even the grown men now like not dealing with the nonsense mm-hmm. from men. When they're doing extra stuff, and extra stuff being several women, that makes you the man, you mm-hmm. know. And I think I, I had a talk about somebody else was talking to me about this, and they was like, "So when did you think it slowed down?" I said, "Oh, it slowed down a little bit about when that that big AIDS came out, sort of slowed people down a little mm-hmm. something, because it was like, oh, okay, I can't sleep with all these people." Not saying that. You know, is at a standstill. It's not by a long shot, but just saying, you know that God ain't tell me this, but it it looked like it could have been planned or something. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all need to get in line. Stop sleeping with everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody got one person for them. <laughs> you don't need to have all these people. But it was culture. It became okay. And so if we can change that mindset. For young, you know, for the young and the older ones, mm-hmm. and and the ones that when they be like, oh, you can't teach old dogs no tricks, mm-hmm. new tricks, still try to teach them, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the biggest thing is the the spiritual foundation. It that, is. That's the big thing because that's the person you know. That's what can change people, and God's the only one that can change people. So if you go to the that way of direction spiritually. So that for the kids from two all the way to the 99 years old, you got to be spiritual. You got to do do the things or say the things that you you pray about and you think that, okay, what would God do? Would God want me to spank him on his day stop crying, boy? Or be like, yeah, you should sleep with so-and-so and so-and-so. Oh, you got both sisters pregnant? Don't worry about it. It's a whole, it's, it's so much after that. You know, it's a reason why we shouldn't have babies out of wedlock. You know what I'm saying? And then you have the consequences and consequences. Mm-hmm. So now you have stuff piled on 
have with each other where your light your load doesn't get lighter. Which it could have been if someone would have just come here, baby, let me put this bandana on you. It's gonna be okay. So it's kinda of, it sounds like you're kinda of saying it's that ripple effect of Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's some you know, we need to we need to fix it now. Stop waiting, you know. Um, I just see more and more people talk about how, um, you know, women and you know the the what they're going to deal with, type of men, the mm-hmm. levels the men need to be at, and this the high value men, all this. that stuff. Yeah. And, and also, you know, this is this is something. And also, um, I was watching this show, and the girl was like, "Well, it, I think it was called." Married at first, yeah, married at first sight. And mm. she was like, like they have it arranged. They don't see him until they get married or whatever. And she was just like, well, I hope he got a package. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, ladies, if that's, if your mind is only worried about the package. Mm-hmm. And, I, mm-hmm. and, and I'm talking X-rated package. Yeah, we, I it, mean, we real, it's real life. So yeah, look, and but let me ask you this though. Mm-hmm. Is that, because I know, is that wrong? Or was that because that was the first thing she said? Well, the whole What's point is, I do think it's wrong. And I think it's wrong. And What? I think it's wrong because as a woman, knowing this, this fact, any man can please you. Regardless. Let's any, go. Any, go ahead. Any man can please you. And mm-hmm. if, now, if you've been around the block three three, four times, you might even take a couple of hot baths. <laughs> no, but but to be honest, like spiritually, if you're with the person that you're supposed to be with and you, mm. you truly love this person, that has no effect on how you're going to feel. That has no effect on the orgasm that you can get because of the fact that you love. Mm. You love that person, the size of that person don't matter. Wow. And that's just what it is. That's deep. <laughs> no pun, no pun intended. Yeah, but it's it's just true. I just saw it. I saw the girl speak about it on Murray at first sight. And I was mm. just like, geez, she's so wrong. You know, mm. and I was just like, a lot of women, it's it's out there. Like, on, man, the internet is you know, um, we had to say because I want to go there, but I guess we'll we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. But that's yeah. And I, so I that's another thing on on men, you mm. know. So gotcha. So th- that's that's my whole point. It's a, it's another box uh, that they gotta uh, check. Oh, I gotta be I'm strapped. Not, <laughs> not strapped. And so you know, and just like the recent, a lot of people getting the BBLs and mm-hmm, lipo mm-hmm. and all that. Some people getting it because they just wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And some people have this, they're going outrageous with it. Yeah. So let me let me speak to that real quick okay. while we on that subject. I believe, it's just, you know, I believe there's nothing wrong with enhancing yourself and reaching your full potential. I don't, I say, both people. But I would say always be careful and don't be tricked by, because it's a lot of trickery with the internet and all that type of stuff. Absolutely. Like, I'm at a place in my life, personally, this is just me. I can never say that I wasn't influenced by 
you know, the stuff that I've seen. But also understanding what what I'm capable of, what humans are capable of. I don't want to sell myself short or my wife short by not looking to maximize my full potential in all aspects of life. You know, I've never had a six pack personally. I would like to try to get a six pack for myself first. My wife says she don't care. You know, that's neither here nor there, whatever. Because this is these the conversations men have. Like, yeah, that's the stuff they say because they love you. No, but but that's what I was going to say. Some really don't. They love you. But you know, if I'm able to get a six pack, why not challenge myself to get a six pack? One, it comes with the discipline necessary. So one, let's let's speak specifically on that. What does it take for me to get a six pack? Watching my macro calories and watching my micro calories, disciplining myself, watching my sugar intake, exercising, doing more. One, I know firsthand, exercising makes you feel great. So exercise is great for your mental health. Exercise is great for your emotional health. And clearly exercise is great for your physical health. So as I've been studying personal development, as I've worked to my own personal development, this is just me. This is where I'm at. I'm almost 40. Age is only a number. You're only as young as you choose to feel. That's my new jump. Other people may have said it, whatever. You're only as young as you choose to feel. You got to decide just because I'm 60 that I'm going to feel like a 40-year-old, a 40, 35. Like, you might say, yeah, well, I got this going on. Yes. Now, clearly, if you had certain surgeries and this is and that's and that's, there are certain things going on with your body. But being able to uh, fast and Reset your body yeah. and drink higher quality water. Find, like you said, we got internet. What type of supplements will help? I know I was fighting some arthritis. What helps with that? Well, t- turmeric. <laughs> Shout out Pain Gone from Beauty Bar. You know what I'm saying? Fake Beauty. Whatever the name is, my bad. Shout out Pain Gone. Um, but you know what I'm saying? The pain going to deal with. What can I deal with the root? I'm gonna do some turmeric. I'm gonna do some glucosamine. Like, what can I do for my joints? What can I do as a man for my testosterone? You know what I'm saying? Eating almonds, eating fish, eating zinc. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean. Let me maximize my potential. You know what I'm saying? I want to please my wife in the bed. What can I do to maximize my stamina? Can I go learn about how to increase my stamina? Can I learn on how to, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't just settle for, ah, oh, this is just the way. This this was my whole point of saying this. Right. Don't just be comfortable. Don't just be lazy. When you can do more right. to maximize your your existence for you first, then for your partner and all of that. That's the key. I think um, the biggest thing when you said that your wife said she didn't she didn't care about a six pack. Yeah. And but this is something you desire, and I think it's different when you desire it. Word. So word, you know, word. and always, man, I I know for a fact just all that you named. Um, just being healthy, mm-hmm. healthy in a way of, you know, trying to be healthy. If you're not already healthy, get some smoothies because the energy is crazy. For, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like that stuff when you, man, eat plants. I know it's going to sound crazy. Just eat plants. Your plants is good. Word. Like get all that other stuff. I just sit them and you, you'll be at a whole nother height. That's just. Real talk. Yeah. You know we're going to have an episode on that. Yeah. So that's, that's what I meant by that. Now. Mm-hmm. Clearly, we, we should talk about that other episode. But I feel what you're saying, the pressure, uh, if a man felt he was less endowed than what's expected or what a woman, you know what I'm saying, all of that, that's another added pressure. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? To him. Well, that's the, the culture has made it that way, though. The culture has made it that look. You need somebody that's seven to twelve inches. Mm-hmm. Let's be realistic. Most of these women can't take seven. Yeah, to they talk a yeah. lot of good talk. Yeah. They can't take seven to twelve inches. Not even just that. You don't want seven mm-hmm. to twelve inches because it'll turn up your insides. Mm-hmm. Like literally, you get what I'm saying. Like too much is really too much. Too much, yeah. So, I mean, you know, like they just it, it makes it like so many. I don't care how much. Walk you got mm-hmm. <laughs> it just don't mm-hmm. make sense like they they set it up for the world so men is like okay all these women do they can be perfect and yeah all of a sudden, uh, I don't have what mm-hmm. they say and porn know. definitely added to that which is yeah. a whole other conversation um, yeah. that is more dangerous than it is pleasurable right for so many reasons right uh, but the, the negative mental health of the negative mental health, not for what it does to the brain, but the negative mental health effect on a man mm-hmm. who may not be packing eight or nine or ten that they uh, sometimes truly uh, visually manipulate, yeah. uh, you know, became a huge deal in and of itself. So that's a whole nother subject. But I think... Um, it surprised me to a degree for you to say all of what you said, but I know you got a lot of wisdom and experience and stuff, and that's powerful for men <laughs> to see. No, 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 I'm saying, like, for women that say, you know, well, you know, it don't matter to say, you know, because that emotional, spiritual connection uh, will supersede just the physical uh, connections or the, the physical experience. And I've experienced that, too, you know, just the... Um, excuse me, just a hookup or something like that versus, you know, so sex with my wife is 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 way different than sex that I've had prior to marriage. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even, it's just, and, and I was amazed that I, it was something that I actually experienced. She did too. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think one time we, we had first got married, not too long after we had got married and we was, you know, in the bed doing what we do. And, I was like, wait a minute, like this feels different. So for all y'all folk that out there that ain't married, all y'all that's out there that ain't married. So um I was amazed. So that go to show the reality of um the reality of sex itself and the reality of the human experience. You know what I'm saying? Um, that wasn't my first rodeo, you know. But when I was, I don't want to say in it, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> but I was like, the experience itself, I was like, wow, why? Because marriage is a spiritual uh, connection. Marriage is a spiritual uh, concept. I got marriage between man and a woman. You know what I'm saying? What y'all doing? That's between y'all and God. I ain't we ain't, we ain't talking about that right now. But marriage between a man and a woman. Uh, and the, the experience that I had, I was like, wow, this is actually different. So I do believe there's some, you know, some credence to yeah, that for it's, sure. It's definitely, especially since it was God sent your whole, you know, your whole marriage, mm-hmm. that, that connection. So, you know, and I, you know, I, I say the same for me and my husband. Um, I just feel like a, a lot of that, that negative connotation to that. 
mm-hmm. um, weighs on men. So right. that's just another thing. And they put their feelings. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Understanding how we need to change gotcha. that. Gotcha, gotcha. You know. Um, well, one, just to throw that out there in general for, for men, uh, penile enhancement is a thing. Oh, so my just, goodness. Just for the brothers. Hey. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there for why the brothers. Why are you throwing it out there? It's not. That's another. Well, but what? This is why I threw that out there. This is why I threw that out there. Because although you make listen though, check this out. Although you're making a point, and I respect your point. Although you're making your point, and I respect your point. That goes back also to what I was saying about desiring to reach your full potential. That's why I threw it out there. You know what? This is the thing. You go and get an enhanced. No, no, no. Well, so, 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 so let me, let me, let me, let me, let me fix that first. I don't mean surgical. I don't mean surgical. So let me put that out there. Non-surgical, natural. And again, this coming from a man, I'm just, I'm 37 now. Glory to God. I've learned so much in the last few years. If I would have known more about so many more things when I was younger, I would have done as much as I can to maximize my whole life in general. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm saying that. And so knowing about just how to biohack in every way, learning how to get better sleep, learning how to increase my testosterone, learning that I could, uh, learning about cavitation. Learning about things that I could do to maximize my experience for me, I would want to know it. So now, when I learn stuff, I just share it. Now again, that that won't to say, hey, bro, you know, blah 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 blah. But just understanding the the full male experience, I threw that out there. But I ain't talking about no surgery because I don't personally believe in just cutting myself up to cut nothing. You know, these women going to get their BBLs and stuff. I say, well, I get a BBL if you can do cavitations and vacuuming and all that. A more safe method. But them just them, those are just my thoughts. That's why I threw that out there. I threw that out there for the fellas that say, hey, I want to uh, maximize myself in every way that I can. That's why I threw that out there. Because it could be for just like women like to look good for themselves. Yes, they do it for men too. But... Women say, hey, I want to feel good about myself in this way. Yes, I pray. Yes, I do this. Yes, I do that. You know, I know that I put on 20, 30 extra pounds or something like that. I want to get this off of me. And that's okay. I can't judge you because that's something you want to do if you feel better about yourself. Well, for a bro- Go ahead. I, I mean, I agree. I agree with that. Okay. That's why I threw that out there. As I, a- I agree with that. That's that. I just, it just speaks to important to self first and still, yes you know the other person saying hey you know they got it <laughs> yeah yeah and you, go, and you go get it absolutely and that's why i wanted to make that caveat you know what i'm saying and um that's just what that is you know what i'm saying okay and because you know yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I'm a man's fella, so I'm just telling y'all, and my ego isn't important right now, so <laughs> I don't want to get into all that. I ain't tripping or slipping. We just say that, but um, uh, that that's all, man. At the end of the day, 
uh, if you can maximize your experience in every way, then then I believe in doing that. Because ultimately, we should reach our full potential in God without question. Right. So, you know, uh, I want to provide my wife with the best experience as a man to her in all ways. So if I can earn millions of dollars, why would I not? You know what I'm saying? If I can be extremely uh, open for her in an emotional way to provide that emotional support for her, you know what I'm saying? If I can learn another language or two or three or four, why would I not? That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah. if I got this one shot here on planet Earth to maximize, and I don't believe in YOLO, when you die, you're going to heaven or hell, and that's a whole other story. We'll talk about that. But if I can maximize who Marquise was on Earth in all areas, then that's what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? If I can get a six pack and I can bench press 275, I would love to have that strength to do that for me. What? <laughs> I was like, come on, let's walk. He'd be like, I'm walking all day at work. <laughs> and, you know, he, he had had a six-pack before. But it's just funny that, you know, you know it's, it's just like one of them things like. <laughs> yeah. Some people just like, uh, you yeah. know. And it doesn't matter to me. It just be like, let's walk, walk it with me. Not, you know, not right. with him. But it's just, it's funny that you, um, you had Because some, like you said, um. Before we get ready to wrap up, as you said, like some people just ain't thinking like that. Like some people just don't know certain things. Like I didn't know uh, about red light therapy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm talking about all of that. Red light therapy can help with hair growth and help with uh, inflammation and and, fight cancer. cancer And you know what I'm saying? Uh, You know what I'm saying? Testosterone. You know, as you get older, our testosterone decreases. So what can I do to maximize? Oh, Lord Jesus. What can I do to increase my testosterone? You know what I'm saying? What can I do to get better sleep? You know what I'm saying? Do I take melatonin? Do I turn off the phone? Do I not take caffeine? So I'm talking about full enhancement to have a great experience to fulfill my purpose on planet Earth. So teaching men and sharing with young men that's coming up behind me, hey, man, this is what you can do for this and that. This is what you, you know, emotional health. Go get you some counseling. Go get you a counselor. You know what I'm saying? Go get you some therapy. By all means. Holy Spirit is the ultimate without question. But God, this is my perspective, uh, which also comes from the Bible. God does put resources on earth for us to utilize. So utilize them. God does allow you to, huh? No, go ahead. What you say? I was just about to say, that don't mean don't speak to a devil worshiper. No, 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 no. Exactly. Use wisdom. Pray for direction. You know what I'm saying? Because there are Christian counselors out here and, and things of that nature. So without without question, because yeah, <laughs> one day yeah, I went to a uh, yeah yeah I've, I've experienced that. I ain't gonna say he was a devil worshiper, but you know people got all these different beliefs and he got stuff on the wall and all this. And I was like, no, <laughs> we had one session and that was like, no, nah, I'm out of here. So man, uh, and, and you know it's funny with that just to say and be okay with. Being like, yeah, that's not for me. Mm-mm. I'm gonna go with somebody else. That type of thing. That type of thing. Yeah. So, uh, any any last things you want to say? Um, I just feel like we just need to change the direction of where um, how we treat our men mm-hmm. and how we listen and how we groom them and grow them mm-hmm. and um 
and experience them. Um, the expectations of what you want from them, all of that, you know, make stuff realistic and 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 stop putting hmm. all this weight on one person and then ask, I don't understand how come you can't tell me what was wrong with me. Why well, can't, you know, and, it, and it's, that's one of the things that women say all the time or it's like, he talking to you, he don't talk to me. You know yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's those things or, you know, it's, or you don't want him going and talk to somebody that might sleep. Like what? Like what? Yeah. yeah. be a whole nother yeah, yeah. scenario, you know? Or they talk to the bottle, or they talk to a drug, or they talk to or they Man. just talk themselves straight out of this world. Mm. So, you know, we just got to be mindful. And those who have young kids, young boys, be mindful of how you bring them up. Word. I think that's good though. I um overall I think I think I think that's good. Raise a child and they're raising children. Go. So when they're old they ain't gonna pop for you. So um I think I think that's good. Cause what's that joke Chris Rock said? Um I'm gonna say this real quick. It wanted it was a joke, but it's like Eric the men felt it and um I I, I yeah. Basically like nobody cares about men except what they can provide. Like, con- right. love is conditional for men. Yeah. And I, and I feel that, I feel that the culture made it that way. To be honest. Because it's it's not conditional. It shouldn't be conditional. How he said it. <laughs> Chris Rock said, uh, Yeah, it was funny the way he said it, but yeah. men felt it because that's how we be feeling. He said, only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally, whereas a man is only loved under the condition that he provides something. I've never heard a woman in my life say, you know, after he got laid off, we got so much closer. <laughs> but that's that's well, how that's, men feel. Though. Hey, that's true, though. Like, that's true. People probably experience that, but they never said it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cause it's it's just one of those things. It, it really is one of those things. That's this that be the reality of how men feel. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I can't provide enough money. Oh, this that. Oh, this that. Then it's like, how long? Clearly not everybody, but how much longer she gonna be with me? Or how much longer? You know what I'm saying? A man's value is 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 chalked just, up largely in society and what he provides and brings to the table. I must be just a different breed, cause literally I be wanting my husband to be home. And, you know, like, be like, look, let me do this. I want to be able to spend time with you and, and grow with you and get to know you. And it's so, it's still, you know, like, we've been together, known for 30 years, been married for 15. Literally, it's still more to know. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's because we're just getting to scratch the surface of who we really are now. Mm. Your, your whole um <laughs> yeah thank you Holy Spirit your whole DNA changes when you have when you build that relationship with God 
fully. Your whole that 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 junk DNA that's really God's DNA. That's what they said is junk DNA. It's crazy that they call it that, but it's God's DNA that's in your body. That comes alive and take over the whole thing. Mm. And you become a whole person that you didn't even know you could be. You don't need, you didn't even know you could be. And so I'm sure you you surprised yourself many a way. Like <laughs> of things you might oh, That's where these. That's where our voices, as people in general, have to come in. Uh, especially, I'm gonna just say it like strong Christian voices with proper wisdom and understanding right. of the dynamics of how things set up or should be. Because uh, this is how we shift the culture. Right. You know what I'm saying? Shift the culture. Man was the pillar initially. You know what I'm saying? The true patriarchs. Women are without question. Women are important. We can't even play that game. Right. But if you look at it, at least from my understanding of historically, mm-hmm. it was the the man was the, the column, the patriarch of the family, that foundation. You know what I'm saying? Because think about it. Watch this. And it's so funny when you think about this because everything is connected. A lot of times when you see a, a, a female that's very promiscuous, what does she say? Or what's the, what's the, uh, the diagnosis, quote unquote, of her, she didn't have what? A father. When a woman, oh, yeah, a it seemed to be promiscuous. Yeah. I ain't have a father figure or I ain't have my dad to love me, so I was looking for love in all the wrong places. She didn't say nothing about her mom. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, without question, the mother, man, y'all listen to this. We get ready to wrap it up. Let me, let me hit y'all with this. This is, I thought about this a long time ago. Because they were like, well, it's the mom, it's the mom. Without question, we need the mom. Don't get it twisted, though. When a girl says, my dad won't in, of course, there are other reasons, y'all. Let's not play the game. But my father won't in my life. Or my father didn't love me like that. So I went and looked for love in all the wrong places. She gets pregnant. She has one or two or three or four, five children, whatever. Out of wedlock, different guys. Then you got the toxicity in that household. And that happens again and again and again and again and again. You got a community of unwed women with bastard children. We'll just say it for what it is. Yeah. I didn't come here to play with nobody. Not that word. Yes. I don't like that word. Yeah, I understand. And we got these communities and these young boys grow up to be this. And these girls, if the daddy who won't around for the mama, this same cycle. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't have wisdom and knowledge and understanding and godliness to come in and, and change and redirect, this stuff perpetuates. You understand what I'm saying? But the whole root was what? The man won't deal. Right. If the man won't so important, why would the government, when they did do that, why would they get him out the house? 
If it weren't important, why would they chop the head off? Because the man was the head. A good, godly, wise. Exactly. So again, fellas, this is my charge to y'all. Because we ain't blaming all and everything on the woman. We're not, this is not what that is. So I encourage men or adult males to grow as into men, to get good mentors, to be accountable, to to do the soul searching, to do the work necessary, you know, learn how to earn income, learn how to take care of your mental health, like grow up and be a man in all areas. You know what I'm saying? Don't let society beat you down. This is me, man, the man talking to y'all. Don't let society beat you down. Don't get caught up and hung up on all these unrealistic expectations, but do not whip out and just, uh, you know, just live in this comfort zone of, oh, it's okay because, I... no, 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 we ain't doing it. Test yourself, challenge yourself, and maximize your experience. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't 40 yet, but, by, you know, by the time I'm 40, I plan to be a multimillionaire with a six-pack and, and, <laughs> And doing everything for me first. My wife gets the benefits. Yeah. She gets the benefits of me desiring to be the best man that I can be. Why would I not? Why would I not? I want to be a better man for her. I want to be a better man for my children, for my nieces, for my nephews. You know what I'm saying? For who God called me to serve. But I want to be able to look in the mirror and say, man, you look good, bro. You work hard for that six pack. You work hard to do that. Your beard coming in and you, you know, because I've overcome those things that was keeping me from reaching higher levels of potential. Because what got me here ain't going to get me there. Right. That's all I got to say. Well, I mean, <laughs> number one, I always put God first. You can't go wrong. So. We hope y'all enjoyed our first episode. Oh my God, our first episode. What? Feelings first. Feelings.